Hello and welcome to the Super Rugby quarterfinals preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. And just a quick uh, congratulations to the uh, New Zealand cricket team beating South Africa overnight. Um, so I thought I'd put my cricket jersey on today rather than a um, uh, rather than rugby jersey. So yes, well done, boys, um, in that one. I've got no idea how anything else is going on, but um, some things you just can't avoid on Twitter uh, and you sort of find out about. But joining me is um, Stephen. How are you doing, sir? Oh, sorry, Steve, not Stephen. Jeez. Uh, are you a Steve or a Stephen? I'm doing very, very well, thanks. Oh, you're cutting out. Thanks for me back. I like mine. It's easier. People find that easier to say. It's less syllables. Sorry. It is less syllables, that's true. And I do have a Stephen. So we've got, we've got Stephen and a Steve. And it just it all just yeah messes up in my head. Um, anyway, uh, so yes, quarterfinals time, rugby, that kind of stuff um, is going off. Um, Crusaders versus the Highlanders uh, is our first game on Friday night. Uh, and we have the two sides out. And it's a, uh, it's a strong one from the Crusaders. Um, Havili, Reese, Goodhue, Crotty, Bridge, Moanga, Hall, Reed, Todd, uh, um, Douglas, Whitelock, Barrett, Franks, Taylor, Moody. Um, that's a pretty uh, pretty impressive lineup, isn't it? Yeah, it's a typical Crusaders lineup, isn't it? I mean, it's good to see um, good old Arm Franks back. We almost forgot that he even existed in New Zealand rugby for a while there. It's been so long since we've seen him. But, I mean, there's a reason why these guys finished top. Um, there's a reason why they've scored so many points. And there's a reason why they're the team to beat in Super Rugby this season. Um, such a good team. Such good depth. You look at the bench as well. We always talk about the bench. But when you're bringing on guys, game breakers, I guess you could say, like Braden Enor. Oh, that guy is fantastic. And the strength of, of guys, Nicolao, Tim Perry, Alan Alatoa, these guys, Luke Romano, Jordan Talfua. These guys should start or could start a normal Super Rugby team. So, yeah, a crazily good team. But, um, I mean, yeah, they're going to be tested, I guess, because... Their recent form, they had to buy last week, didn't they? Of course. So, And um, their impressive at the time victory over the Rebels seems not so impressive now. So we, do we know really how good this Crusaders team is travelling at the moment? Yeah, that is, I guess, that, that's the only hope I really give the Highlanders here because this is pretty Aww. much... How, this, is, because this is pretty much a first choice, or this is a first choice Crusaders team now. And there's, there's no one missing that, or no one jumps out at me as, as, as missing from, from this side. Uh, seven out of the eight forwards are all blacks. Um, six of them arguably would start, um, or, or uh, in, in a in an all blacks test. So you've got uh, it is a very very strong side, and yeah, it's uh, they, they've they've got their players back just at the right time. But as you say, players like uh, um, Franks, especially also Taylor's to a certain extent, haven't had much rugby recently either. So they may be a little bit um, undercooked coming into this game. Well, maybe, but I mean, like we say, the bench is so strong, isn't it? That doesn't really matter. I mean, you, you spend 40 minutes and you take take them off, um, get some rugby under their belt. By the time you get to the final, they'll be they'll be ready to go. So yeah, it, it's strong from the Crusaders, and you can expect they'll be pretty much at their peak because, like we talked about in the past, they know when they need to peak. They know the right time of the season. They know the games. Uh, they know the pressures. They know they know what they've got to do. And when you've got all that leadership of, of players, big game players, I mean, the Kira Reeds, he's led at the uh, highest of all um, rugby matches. So they know what they've got to do. They know what they're about. And this team will just drag through. And it, it, you're right. It, it, it's hard to see the Highlanders doing too much um, to, to really put them off. But I still do hold hope. 
You still do whole hope. Okay, well then, quickly, the Highlanders' side is um, Smith, Naholo, Thompson, uh, Walden, Tomkinson, uh, Ione, Smith, Whitelock, Lenchies, Squire, Franklin, Hemapo, Lomax, Coltman, and Leonard Brown. The one that jumps out there is actually Tomkinson on the wing. He's not really a winger, is he? Now, that's the big one that, that jumped out to me as well when I seen the team announced yesterday. They dropped to be late. Um, not for injury or anything else like that. He's been dropped purely because they consider top consider more versatile player and a player better defensively. Um, which I, I can see that, but you're you're not putting, uh, a, a, I guess, a like for like and positional um, sort of play as well. So you've got three really good centres out there, similar centres, and um, I guess they don't have Lee on the bench either for memory. So they know they don't. They've gone with again just the two backs on that bench. So they're really putting a lot of trust in that Tomkinson is going to do that job for them and he's going to perform at that level on the wing, um, which, I mean, it's not the first time. He has played out there quite a bit this season, um, and those guys have, have swapped around the midfield and the wing, especially with, like Walden and Tompkinson. Those guys have been doing a bit of job out there, but don't expect, I guess, something special to happen on that left side. If you want the special, go to the right, and that's where you're going to get it um, with uh, Mr. Ben Smith. Of course, big one back um, from injury to uh, lead his team to glory in 2019. For the final time, Ben, do it once more for us, my son. Well, hey, if he does it once more, it won't be the final time. We'll have another go, another go next weekend. But uh, yeah, Ben Smith back from injury uh, in this one, which, uh, yeah, as you say, they've gone for that 6-2 bench again um, with Elliot Dixon getting the 23 jersey. Uh, it does, to me, it, feel, it, it feels a little bit strange because you, you've got Ben Smith coming back from injury. Um, you've, you've, you've got in, in a, basically an entirely fit squad, only, only three, players miss, three players missing, Nabrua, Book, Buckman and... Um, in Gatland, who are the, all, all, all had season-ending injuries. So you've, you've got your entire squad to choose from, and then you're going for this 6-2 bench with Ben Smith coming back after hamstring. It just feels to me like I'd want some back three cover because Banks really, yeah, he's he, he's a fly-half and a fly-half, isn't he? That's about it. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but yeah, I guess if, if push comes to shove, you'd have to do the job there, or would you push a guy like Ioani back to 15 and put Banks into the number 10 role? Um, it would look good to see even, even a Lee, a to be Lee sort of guy, or probably would be best-case scenario is Josh McKay uh, slipping in there because he is he's rapid. We know that. He's a depth at fullback, but he's rapid. So you can put him on the wing, and, and he gets a chance to run. He'll just run um, and just say, tackle and run. That's all you need to do, Josh. Just do that in a simple game. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's a bit of question mark there, but Marty Banks, I mean, you've got to have that specialist cover, don't you? If you lose a 10, you don't have a 10 there. Yeah, oh, that, I, I, that no, I agree. I'd, I'd, a, I'd, I'd have Marty mark. Banks, but I wouldn't, I would have had, um, Josh McKay or Tavita Lee in that 23 jersey, but for, for me. It, it depends what game plan they're going to go with though. It gives you a, an impression that we've seen last week with the same sort of scenario. Is he going to go for a very forward dominating game or a forward, uh, controlling game? So You'd expect that they're going to take the Crusaders up up front. They're going to try and match them in the pack. They're going to obviously do a lot of you know short running, um, little one off players off the ruck. So that sort of tactical play. They're going to obviously use the pack and uh, try to dominate there. Who knows what the weather's going to be? Um, that's really going to play a bit of a card into it as well, um, because South Island, I guess, this time of year is a bit frosty, uh, is a bit um, not nice. Yep, I mean, in North Island, I guess Paul could attest to as well. It's a bit frosty. Um, but yeah, so uh, whether, yeah, uh, I guess they're banking on a, a forward dominated game, which they're going to try and win by having fresher legs throughout the 80 minutes. Mano a uh, mano, um, as it were. So yeah, um, Shannon Frizzell, obviously the other guy, uh, the sort of the big name coming off that bench. Um, but as you say, yeah, they've, they've got uh, 
plenty. Yeah, basically, basically, they can, they can replace nearly their entire pack um, off off that bench. So uh, yeah, ex- expect yeah, expect, expect yeah, expect a big crash, uh, bang wallop um, from the Highlanders. Then, so what's your prediction for this one? Yeah, it's hard to go away from the home teams, isn't it? I mean. I talked about this a little bit um, in a podcast earlier in the week. We talked a little bit about the quarterfinals um, with some guys from South Africa. If you haven't, if you didn't see that one, check it out. It was quite fun. And yeah, they, we talked about them how hard it was to go away from the home team in these fixtures, and all the away teams kind of sit in a similar sort of position that they have that some possibility that on their day, especially the South African teams, uh, could pick up something special. But when you're picking and you want to go off your head and not your heart, which sadly I will have to do and say Crusaders by eight. But come on, Islanders, prove me wrong. Take take every point from Subaru that you like. Get me a semi-final. Yep, I've gone Crusaders by seven. Um, so we're, yeah, we're on the same same page there with that one. Um, then we head over to Argentina for the first ever playoff game in uh, in South America uh, with the Jaguares hosting the Chiefs, um, which is uh, and Jaguares that's us have had a fantastic season coming into this. We see a, uh, a, a return to a lot of their players, uh, and we have Buffelli, uh, Cancellari, Orlando, uh, De La Fuente, Moroni, um, Bonilla, Cabelli, Des, uh, Ortego, Desso. Desio, sorry, um, Crema, Matera, Lavanini, Petty, Med, um, Medrano, Crevy, and Vivas um, in, in there. So a lot of names there that we recognise after last week. Uh, they're basically resting quite a lot of players. Hey, I'll tell you what, this is one hell of a team from the Hardquires, isn't it? This is something really special. I mean, to, to rest, like you talked about those guys last week, but to just thunder it back and say, well, You've seen what we got last week, but how about we lift you back again with a Fally and we, we throw in a Maroney on the wing as well and we bring Venetia back into the starting lineup. And we've got so many great scrum halves. We'll just throw Cavalli out there this time. He's the most experienced. I mean, this team is crazy. Um, just the experience and, and the depth that they have. And, I mean, we talk about the Crusaders, but you're looking at guys you're going to bring on as well off the bench with this Hagwares team. You've got Tess Cap, the Matoija on the hooker on the bench. You've got uh, Tite Shaparo, another test cap. You've got Perotto, another test cap front row. Lazana, oh, that's crazy. The, the sort of players they can bring on, and even in the backs, Carreras. I mean, he's been killing it uh, out in the wing for them as well. So they're going to come on. These guys are going to be fresh, and they are going to be dangerous. And when you've got guys like Cancellari, we've seen Maroney, oh, they're, they're back on, running off Buffelli. Oh, I'm just excited to see that guy in action again. He's in tip-top form, and this team is just fantastic. Well, it is, uh, and they're up against the Chiefs. Now, a big call here, but um, uh, on Radio Sport the other night, I heard them say, suggesting that Cooper was the um, coach of the season, the way he's managed to pull this team around and get them peaking just in time for the playoffs, which, uh, considering people were, were, were calling for his head, I know that um, uh, Michael Pullman is not a, is not a, has not been a big fan of his. Uh, that, that was a big call. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd agree with that. Um, is that on all of Super Rugby or just New Zealand Super Rugby? Uh, I think it was probably the New Zealand piece, but yes. Okay, well, I, I, I could probably see that. I guess the Blues coaches, you can throw their bin straight away. Crusaders have done what they do, so you can throw them in the bin straight away. Um, as have the Hurricanes. I, I, can, I can see the logic. Who else would you really give it to? Um, no one else has really done something fantastic, have they? I guess they've done what's expected 
Um, the Chiefs, terrible start, injury struck, struck in like they've been every season since. So, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll probably give them that. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough ass, isn't it, coming up against Aguirre's team. They just look next level. It is, and they've still got Sullivan, McKenzie, Nana Satoro, Hatura, Hames, um, McFinale, Mac, Mac uh, Polwart, Jacobson, Allardyce, Brown, Carpick, O'Neill, Nickel, Sue, Falcon. 15 players missing um, from their uh, unavailable through either under 20s or injuries. Uh, so the, uh, they've just got one change this time with Anson and Brown has, uh, is moving out one to the, um, sorry, moving in one to the 12 jersey because uh, it looks like Nankerville has uh, probably picked up a bit of a knock. Uh, but apart from that, it's the same lineup as last week. So Alamalo, Stevenson, Manu, Leonard Brown, Wainui, uh, Debrasini, Weber, um, Suwakalua, uh, Kane, Boshir, Ardron, Ritalik, Ta'avo, Harris, and um, Molly there. So um, some uh, got, got some of the big names back. Um, I guess uh, well, all the big names I, I say, apart from David McKenzie. But uh, yeah, depth is going to be the problem with this, this with, with this team, isn't it? Well, you know what excites me about looking at the team? It's no one in the 15. Um, it's having Mr. Moekiola back, possibly on the bench, uh, bracketed um, with Nankerville, whether he's going to be fit or not. But Moekiola is a, a fantastic, talented player um, that could do great things. He, he's an X-Factor player that can make something happen from nothing, um, given the opportunity. So I'm excited to see him if he does uh, come out and play. But yeah, it's, it's the best the Chiefs can do. And I mean, they've just about ticked the little boxes that they'd want to do, haven't they? I mean, to get to the playoffs is probably, at the start of the season, they would have thought it would be a minimum. But the way that they started and went on from there, you've got to say they've got to be happy with how they've ended up. The form of the Haguaris coming into this end of the season, it's not gone well for them. Luck has definitely not been on the side of the Chiefs this season at all. But it's a side that can do a job. And I think they've got players that could upset uh, the way the Haguaris go. But they need to get a, a bit of an incentive over certain areas. Like, I mean, you guys, back row, obviously, if they can control something there, they could develop something from it. But, I mean, they've got to be sharp. They have to be on top of the game. The, the outside backs have to miss, have to, to not miss. Yeah, and but to be fair, the Chiefs, they did win 27-30 um, in this game, in this fixture earlier in the season. So they have they are one of the few teams to have beaten the Haguaris. Uh, in Argentina, the Lions were the other one. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 they are in with a shout, but I'm going Hagarai's by five. There's a follow-on stat from that that's even more interesting, is that the home team has never won this fixture. They've met three times. The Chiefs have won on the road twice, and the Haguaris, of course, have run on the road, one on the road once. So, I mean, if that doesn't put a little bit of a, a 50-50 in your mind, possibly, are uh, the Chiefs... Certainly have the capabilities, um, but I am definitely backing the Haguares. Um, I'm excited to see this team, and I want to see more of them as well. So I'm going the home team, the Argentinian Haguares, to win by 11 points. By 11. Wow. Um, and I will be handing over the duties to Michael Pullman and Herman, who will be doing post-match reaction to this one. Um, so I won't be there, but uh, yeah, do join them. Uh, we'll have post-match reaction to the two New Zealand games as well, Crusaders-Highlanders, um, and also this next one, the Hurricanes versus the Bulls. Um, the Hurricanes, uh, it's good to see them. They're giving all their members free uh, um, free tickets for the for the finals. I think it's a good move. It's not part of your it's not part of your season ticket, but I think I think it's the right thing to do. 
well, yeah, if you can if you can afford to do it, if you can allow that allocation, then yeah, definitely. Um, you want to get as many people along there as you can. I guess it costs you a couple of bucks. Um, then you definitely want to have that support in the stadium. So good for them, good on them, and um, hopefully they get a few more people just walk up instead, and we actually see a decent crowd at a New Zealand Super Rugby game for once. Yeah, absolutely. Again, um, they've got a pretty much a, a, a fully fit squad apart from um, the season end, the long-term injuries of um, Lelsi, Asso, Proctor, Matt, that is, uh, and uh, Milner Scudder. The other Proctor is obviously away with the uh, with the under-20s, but so that leaves us with Barrett, Hooson, Umanga Jensen, Lamapi, Lam, Barrett, um, Pirinara, Evans, Sevilla, Princip, Walker-Laurie, um, Blackwell, Tumanga Allen, uh, Coles and Smith. So yes, again, uh, a bit like the Haguaris. Rest of the whole bunch of players, but um, back to full strength this weekend. Yeah, and I guess you've got to say well done to a guy like Peter Umanga Jensen, who's pretty much forced his way into starting that lineup with his great performance last weekend as well against the Blues. So um, good for him. He was strong. Hopefully, he can back that up uh, for the Canes. But it's also good to see a guy like with Susan back and then. Jumper, he's been in, in superb form for them. And they've had, I mean, conference them, obviously not doing them any favours there. But most things are on their side uh, to get the job done here. And with all their big guns back, yeah, you got the Barrett, you got the Piranara combination back together again. you got that back line of charges, and you should expect they um, should have a night. Yeah, they should. I mean, we've not got the Bulls lined up yet. I mean, the one game in the season where they don't announce their, their, their lineup early. Um, how annoying is that? Um, but uh, I mean, a couple of players. So Jesse Creel looks like he's, he's um, back uh, to, uh, to come on tour. Uh, but they will be missing. Um, uh, who else? Say? So, so um, and, uh, yeah, they're still waiting to see about whether Sharp Brits um, comes back because he has flu. Um, but uh, so, yes. So it's a mixed, mixed news on the old injury front from the Bulls. But the most important player is Pollard. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, he is on he, he's on the trip, uh, and he's been playing some superb rugby with the Bulls um, recently. Yeah, he, he's the number one key, isn't he, for them? Um, a, a good number ten and can glide around even the worst players outside or inside him. So he's massive for them. His not only being there, but his form and continuing on. What's been a really good season so far. Um, don't get me wrong, there. I'm not saying he's been poor, but he just needs to keep it going, keep it stepping up. And um, this is cutthroat rugby now, isn't it? It's the end of days. Don't do this one well. And there's no tomorrow to say we'll be back again to have another crack. So they've got to, they've got to step up. And it's a big task. Uh, it's the African teams. We, we say it all the time. Don't like touring. But, I mean, they've been better this season. They've been really, really good. Um, confidence should be on their side. It should be high. And they should be absolutely just definitely looking like they can pull something off here. And if they can, it would be a bit of an upset. But, um, yeah, they've, they've got a tough ass to do it. They have, but they got, they say, two draws, a win and a loss on their tour. The problem is that that finished just two weeks ago. So they then flew back to South Africa, had one game there, which they won rather convincingly against the uh, the Lions, and then are flying back out again. So that, yeah, that's, um, the travel could be an issue. Um, I've gone Hurricanes by 10. Um, what margin have you gone for? I've gone very, very similar. I've gone Hurricanes by nine points. But also a fun little fact about this game is they haven't actually played this year. So... That adds a little bit into it as well because they, they don't know what each other are up to. I guess there's no tester from a couple of months ago. So interesting, but I expect the Canes to get the job done. And then finally, we have the Brumbies versus the Sharks. So the late game on Saturday. So we actually all wrapped up on Saturday. So yeah, no no overnights, no, no late games because we've got Argentina, which is good. 
Um, the uh, again, no no team news for either of these teams, either of these sides. Um, but the beast is not travelling for the um, for the sharks, unfortunately. So he's he's going to be um, out. But the good news is that Kerwin Bosch is uh, fully fit and is back and available. The only question really is, will um, Robert Depria actually pick him or not uh, in that 10 jersey? Because that's where he has to be if the Sharks are going to have any chance in this game. The Brumbies, though, they are on a hot streak uh, and uh, have responded to criticism of them being just a uh, line-out mall team to actually be to, to kind of using their backs a lot more. Um, they still use the forwards first to earn that right uh, in a pretty much an old-fashioned style. But um, yeah, becoming much more of an all-round team, the Brumbies. Yeah, they, they've definitely developed that over the last few weeks, haven't they? But I think they're not going to win this game by uh, continuing to develop in that area. They've got to, they've got to do what they do well. I mean, I said it before. It, it's cutthroat rugby. There's no point in saying, oh, well, our midfield didn't function like we would have liked this week. No, you've got to go with what you do. I mean, I don't care if the Brumbies just maul and, and go through everything they can. They've got to play to their strengths. It's all right during the regular season. You're on a good run. You can chance your arm. You're up by 40 against the Sun North Shore. That's it. Fine. Go for it. But this is, this is the, again, the end of days. It all ends here. You don't win. You don't go through. It's too late at an hour mark when you're behind by 15 points to start using it then. You've got to go out all guns blazing. And, um, yep, use the backs, enjoy it, play it, but um, you've got to focus on where your strengths are. And uh, how the Sharks deal with that is going to be the interesting point. And, and to be fair, what Sharks actually turns up, because we, <laughs> we never really know, uh, especially on the road, uh, even at home. I mean, I'm lying when I say that, aren't they? It doesn't matter where they play. Uh, we don't know what Sharks are going to get. South Africa has been a nightmare to pick um, this season. And you just, I mean, if they turn up, yeah, the Sharks, Sharks would absolutely destroy them on their day. They could put them to the cleaners, but the same could easily happen the other way. We could get a 40-pointer either which way. So, I mean, flip your coins. This is a real top-of-the-class coin flipper. Well, old poll on Twitter says 58% uh, went with Brumbies, 42% with the Sharks. I've gone the same yeah. way. I've gone Brumbies by 10. Yourself? Yeah, I, I agree. I've gone Brumbies, but I haven't gone by a big margin. I think it's going to be it's either going to be a 40-point thrashing or it's going to be super, super close. I don't see it's going to be a, a, a comfortable, you know, run-out game. It's going to be one team's going to be terrible or they're both going to be even. Um, so it'll either be terribly even or it'll be terribly good. Um, but either way, um, yeah, it's going to be Brumbies by two. That's my pick. So I just don't know who's going to show up. Hopefully the Sharks do because I'd like to see a good game. And I'd like to give the Brumbies a bit of a run. But even better, wouldn't it be to see no Australian teams in the semi-final? <laughs> oh, you mean, That's evil, mean man. evil. <laughs> evil, evil. Deary me. Um, so, yes, uh, 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 there you go. That's how we see the four games going. Uh, as I say, live post-match reactions to the Crusaders versus the Highlanders, the Haguaris versus the Chiefs, and the Hurricanes versus the Bulls on this channel. So don't forget to subscribe, hit that bell, and all of that kind of stuff. Don't forget to... Um, also, uh, you can have a supporter of the channel down below um, by clicking on Driving Mall forward, uh, sorry, patreon.com forward slash Driving Mall um, and get access to exclusive videos. Check out Stephen's stuff over at Cornflake um, or Cornflake's Crib uh, on YouTube and on Twitter. And uh, thank you very much, sir, for joining me. No worries whatsoever. Hopefully we get some good rugby this weekend. And Oh, there are other good news. I forgot. No Angus Cardner with referee whistle this weekend. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So I'm going to enjoy it. Yes. So there, there, there's been some... Well, there's been, well, let's be honest. There's one interesting um, uh, officiating uh, appointment, which is they've gone and put a New Zealand referee 
for the Haguaris um, Chiefs game. Now, a whole bunch of people will say, hey, he's also an ex-Chiefs player. But uh, to be honest, uh, I think he's 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 um, refereed so many Chiefs games that we, we can tell he's not a cheap, biased Chiefs ref. Um, but it just op- it just puts him in a difficult situation. Why he didn't referee the um, Crusaders-Highlanders game, have a New Zealand ref for the All-New Zealand game, uh, and put Piper, the uh, South African ref, um, over to Argentina, I don't know. But yeah, it just... Why does why does Sanzai just open themselves up to these issues? <laughs> Sanzai just aren't clever, are they? I mean, we don't don't even need to go on about the refs. I mean, you could pick a myriad of different things that you can say. Why do Sanzai do this stupid idea? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not clever, is it? I mean, they should look at it straight away and go, something's not right there. Uh, let's get something neutral working in between. I mean, yeah, I mean, yep. he, I think he's gone downhill too as a referee since that World Cup snub. He's gone big self, I think. I, I really liked him as a referee at the start of the season. Last season, I thought he was a really good opening, flowing game, exciting games. Uh, tried to keep penalties to a minimum and everything like that. But he's kind of just fallen into the pack a bit. Um, whether, I mean, the referees have said to him, oh, you need, well, you know, the, the officiating um, commanders said, you need to play a bit more like this. Um, and he's, he's kind of followed their lead a bit. But uh, I don't know. It's a bit of a shame. I did like him as a ref, but... He's been he's been leaving me wanting a bit more in the recent weeks. Yeah, when he got the the Rugby World Cup snub, he did say whether he was whether he's going to bother continuing refereeing at all. So yeah, yeah as you say, I think it did uh, definitely hit it. Uh, was definitely impacted him when he, when he didn't get that um, that selection. Uh, he's very upset by that, uh, which is which is sad to see, um, obviously for him. Uh, but anyway, um, enjoy all the rugby this weekend and uh, catch us as I say for those post match reactions. And uh, we'll be back next week uh, reviewing all the action and the Hash Rugby Chat, and the All Blacks Edition, and then previewing the, the semi-finals. Court, it just keeps on going, and going, and going. <laughs>